What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Man, we got a good show for you this week. Uh, we drink some fabulous beers, and we have a couple good beer stories. You know, I got to say right now, I don't do this very often, but I do have to um, give an addendum, I guess, to one of the beer stories. During the beer story, we talk about Bud Light, and I believe I mentioned that Bud Light is still the number one um, selling beer in the U.S. Well, that it still is the case when it comes to, um, you know, American light lagers. But actually, the day after we recorded, the a story came out that Modelo is now the number one selling beer in the U.S. And, you know, so I guess that's one of the... Um, that's one of the pitfalls of recording so early and, uh, you know, doing the editing process and then releasing it a few days after is, you know, stories come up that might contradict um, previous facts because I know I read uh, a few days before that, that Bud Light was still the number one selling beer in the U.S., but that has changed in the past week. Now it's Modelo and yeah, I've, it's still the, uh, you know, the number one U.S. brand, I guess you could say, because I know Anheuser-Busch got bought out by ABM, well, by InBev. And, but yeah, so now the number one selling beer in the U.S. is Modelo. Just want to put that out there. So when you hear us talking about Bud Light during our beer news, um, you'll, you won't be uh, yelling at your phone or your laptop or whatever you listen to this on. Um, and then uh, in our drunken shenanigans, we revisit the Firestone Walker Invitational Beer Festival, uh, having a week out and being able to, um, you know, reflect on the on the festival a little bit more clear headed. Yeah, we we, uh, we dip right back into the Firestone Walker Beer Festival and also the bottle share we had the night before. So don't forget to follow us on Untapped. Search Cold Brew Podcast. Also on Instagram, Cold Brew Podcast. And thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew Podcast. So without further ado, it's time for another Cold Brew. Coming at your pre-recorder from Cold Brew Studios, I am Greg, he is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. How you doing this week, man? Good, man. This week seemed to fly by with, uh, you know, personal things like, like work and, uh, you know, fa- family life. Yeah. But uh, good weekend. So, uh, yeah, I can't complain. Just, uh, you know, yeah, I got back from, from our trip and, and hit the grind and just had, like, things going on to keep me busy and then make time shrink right 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 yeah i had a pretty good week uh crazy shit going on at work um lots of drama i can't divulge i, I had to sign an nda but i'll tell you off off uh on the other side uh, well then there goes your nda <laughs> it's more like an nba oh geez anyway um, NBA young boy. Yeah, so I get back to work and and the second ship supervisor. I'm like, I tell him, I ask him. So you know, how was it uh, when I was gone? 
he closes the it closes the office door. I'm like, oh, this is not good. Every time, like when I talk to my manager or the other second shift supervisor, when we close the door, it means we're talking about management stuff that the the employees aren't supposed to hear. And yeah, yeah it wasn't good. It's it's a shit show at work right now. All right, uh, enough of enough of those shenanigans. Let's get to the beer, shall we? Sure. All right, today I have in front of me from our good friends at Black Stack Brewing. They are out of St. Paul, Minnesota. I have their Flaming Mose. I I, I paused because I, I just wanted to, to put the song in there, but it, it it's such a coincidence that you gave me this glass from Tipple, tip, the Tipple glass with the the. The uh, the Simpsons. You're say, are you using your your new Simpsons glass, which you're not supposed to use yet because it's a Father's Day gift? <laughs> I thought the other one was a Father's Day gift. No, you paid me for that one. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Why well, I'm switching? I, I'm paying you for this one and and giving you the uh, the money for the Chug Mania. Okay. <laughs> because I have to use it for this fucking flaming Moe's, right? Because it, it's a Simpson. Yeah. It's Moe's Tavern. And there's one guy in the background, like the the guy they ever, it was like a, a crony, like back in like the early seasons, right? Oh, I'd have to see it. Yeah, the the guy. I'll send you a picture after I after I pour my beer and I take the picture for Instagram for the IG. I'll send you the picture because I have him in the background because he has a flaming mo. He's got a lighter with the 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 purple drink in his hand, <laughs> the scissor, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the flames coming out of it, but. I had to do this. I'm going to read the can here. It says, Seymour uh, Butts, piping hot. Portions of our hand-selected Mosaic, Mosaic Cryo, and New Zealand Motueka hot burst from Totally Natural Solutions. It is an, an, a New England-style IPA coming in at 7.0 alcohol by volume from Blackstack Brewing. Uh, so without further ado, Papa. What do you got? I have from our friends at Bear Bottle Brewing. Ooh. None other than the Socola Imperial Truffle Stout. Oh, hey. Collab with Collab with Socola Chocolatier. Hmm. This is an Imperial Truffle Stout with coffee and coconut. Collaboration recipe with Bear Bottle and Sokola Chocolatier. Uh, everyone knows uh, that listens to our show or that is a fan of um, Bear Bottle. They have full disclosure on the label. Full disclosure. They have yep. the recipe to make a uh, five. What is it? Five. Five barrel? Five gallons. Okay. Sorry. For five gallons. So, I mean, just going down. Um, Original gravity 1.121, final gravity 1.046, IBU 16, SRM is, is it 4 or 41? 41. Did I need my glasses? ABV 11.5. Ooh, that's pretty big. And they got the, yep. uh, the water and yeast. The yeast is WLP. Jeez, I can't read this. I need my glasses. Yeah, White Labs, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Target Mash pH is 
5.3. Mash efficiency is 60%. Mash temp was 152. Formation temp is uh, was uh, 67, both Fahrenheit. Damn, they just give everything. I go on and on. I mean, there's a grocery list on the more than average. I mean, because you do get the chocolate and the the coconut and whatnot. So, uh, any further any further ado, I'm excited to tr try this because, truth be known, I took this down to uh, Pasto and we had so many beers at the festival, we did not get to this. Oh, okay, yeah, so. during our bottle show, yeah. Popeyes. You know, in in last week's episode, we didn't even talk about the bottles we shared. Maybe we should bring that up uh, during our uh, shenanigans portion of the show. Yeah. From what I remember. <laughs> anyway. I'm rolling check, my eyes everyone. <laughs> check, your phone. <laughs> check your phone. I, I sent you a picture of the uh, the beer. And then I also did a zoom in of the uh, of the glass. So you can see the, the guy who has the Flaming Mo at Mo's Tavern. Okay, let, let, let me know what you, what you think of that. That guy. Um, I don't remember him. He was just a bar extra, right? Yeah, yeah. And Same with the other guy at the green hat right in front of him. Yeah, they they were just there at the bar and they didn't really have anything significant to add to any of the scenes. Just to, yeah. <laughs> just fill 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 the stools, right? Um, this flaming mo's though, man. This one, this is pretty. It's pretty good. It's a good beer, man. It, it's really light in color, almost straw like. It is a New England uh, style. It's very hazy, and it's um, it's sweet. To a point and it's also light and effervescent it's really good it's if it wasn't a 7.0 i would say it's just a pale ale i wouldn't even call it an ipa but uh it is 7.0 so it's got a, a little heft to it so um and you know it's up to the brewers to to categorize it um it's really good man there's a lot of citric like like lemony more than uh say say like grapefruit a little bit of pineapple, a little bit of, um, a little bit of, I don't know, man. This was really just really like light and and lemony to me. I, I guess I'm, I'm just gonna end it there because I don't want to step over my own feet at this point. So how's your uh, how's your beer? Uh, just with the first sips, it it's got a lot of flavor going on. It's it's sweet. Something I didn't really share because it wasn't up front was um, this is this is has lactose in it. So everyone knows that's a oh, yeah. that's a quick way to to sweeten beer. Uh -huh. But uh, real quick too, I didn't read. Uh, inspired by our friends, Socola Chocolatier, rich aromas of chocolate, truffle, roasted coconut, and freshly brewed Vietnamese coffee. Oh, all right. So um, yeah, I mean I got sweetness up front. Um, I get a little bitterness of coffee, not so much coconut right now. So uh, see how it does when it opens up. Right on. All right. So we will rate our beers later on in the show during our untapped portion. Uh, don't forget to follow us on untapped so you could see what we rate our beers and see what beers we rate them uh, that we rate before the show even comes out. Search cold brew podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back but right now. It's time. For the beer news.
All right. The first story I want to bring up is another chapter in the Bud Light saga that has been unfolding lately. I don't know if you've seen yeah. this online, but um, Garth Brooks has a bar in Nashville and he refuses, adamantly refuses to stop serving Bud Light at his bar. He says Bud Light is always welcome at his bar as well as the LGBTQ community. He is, and, and this is, I learned like just from reading uh, different articles. This, I, I learned this earlier this week. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Good for him, you know. Um, he's always been uh, more of a liberal than a conservative. I know he's in the country music realm, which has a lot of conservative fans. and But he's always been pro-LGBTQ because his sister is is a lesbian. And she was actually part of his early band. I don't know if, he, she, if she still um, plays with him. I'm sure, like, you know. They play, you know, uh, uh, together, you know, when they get ever they get together, you know, hang out brother and sister. But um, she was part of his early band and he even has a song. I don't know what it's called, but I, I saw the lyrics online. It was basically like everyone should be able to love who they want to. That, that I'm paraphrasing his lyrics, but it was one of his lesser known song. It wasn't like, you know, low places or anything. But um, yeah, he's uh he is totally 100% behind the LGBTQ community. He's not going to stop serving Bud Light. I know a lot of conservatives are country music fans and they are against um, Bud Light because of uh, their one of their more recent promotions. Um, and yeah, it just, uh, I don't know. I just thought it was new to the Rizzi. I've, I've always liked Garth Brooks, uh, his songs back in the day. Not, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big Chris Gaines fan. How about you? You like Chris Gaines? Wait, well, two things. I, wasn't Chris Gaines gay? <laughs> he was emo, but I don't think he was gay. <laughs> no, I, I, okay, I'm just joking around because uh, I know, I know you same are. Person. <laughs> um, you know what? Just it, it's kind of it, it's it's interesting when uh the the political sides gotta gotta weigh into stuff like this, and right. um, yeah, it, it's easy to kind of uh group garth and his fans and you you know the the uh what do i want to say the uh the upfront labeling or stereotyping of what they would do or, or consider is uh it's kind of easy yeah I, I guess you know um at the same time i'm i'm really not surprised you know garth is uh uh taking the all-inclusive stance uh when when you think about who he is as far as a, a person Again, I'm not the biggest Garth fan. I'm not, I wouldn't even go to. I wouldn't even go to a show, even though I know how popular. Actually, I would go just because uh, of the uh, the magnitude of the event and more the, than and to see his him. His legacy that, too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, you stop and think, uh, and I'm not comparing the two, saying that they, it's the equal struggle but you kind of think of, of kaepernick and nike you know yeah. nike took a mm -hmm. big hit and got its name talked about and i'm pretty sure sales are back to where they were or even better than before the whole kaepernick thing yep and right. um you know the, the june company's marketing really targets uh you know the uh the the, the whole pride month uh 
um, celebrations or recognitions. Mm-hmm. So this the it, it's kind of funny listening to this too because I listen to Howard Stern, but I'm way behind, and uh, yeah, I'm like a month behind because he brought up the whole bu- initial Bud Light thing with the uh, the the trans person, and and he's talking. He he wants he wanted to get Kid Rock on the on the phone. T- Asking him why he's shooting beer cans, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So, yeah. so here we are, two months later, and, and Bud Light's still controversial in its, uh, in its, uh, you know, marketing and campaign, and and even being served. Hey, and, <laughs> so, and to your point, I mean, it took it took Nike a few months to to regain its, um, or for, for people to forget what hap- what they were mad about. Right, like the whole, like I guess maybe a, you know, a couple of football seasons have come and gone since then too. I mean, a lot of people yeah. are back in the groove, right? So, exactly. And and if you look at, uh, if you pay attention to the beer news like I do, you know that Bud Light has taken a hit as far as the percentage from last year of their sales. I think I brought it up before. I, I want to say it was like I'm a fifteen to twenty percent uh, down from last year, but at the same time. Their stock prices have actually been have gone up a little bit, not not a lot, not a, not the same percentage, just a, few, a couple percentage points. But they've gone up, and they Bud Light is still the number one selling beer in America, even after the the hit. So number two is so far back that it's not, um, it, and it's not even an American company. It's a Belgian company. It's a global company. Not even a Belgian. It's a global company. So I know the American sales do factor into a lot of their profits but it's not all of their profits and it's it's i don't know if, if you want to do it, if you want to stop drinking bud light because of it go for it i i'm not looking negatively on you just don't be so fucking uh um you know don't, don't be so caring about it and put it posting it online just do it you know just do it to your you know just do it privately who the fuck cares Definitely, and it is. It's kind of like the whole um, again politics. Taking it aside, it's like if you agree with this, then you should agree with this and this and this and this. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Well, no, it's uh, it, everyone still has their right to uh, assess the situation and make their own choices. And I don't get too too cheesy and because in 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 all honesty, like yeah, we we bash and we we jokingly say boycott but like a lot however we don't <laughs> we just don't support it like different for reasons years. though different at reasons. the same time <laughs> yeah if it was a it was like a legit beer company that we did like and support it wouldn't bother me so you know what i mean yeah it, like people you have that that choice to be selective and choosy and at the same time i'm not gonna be like on the front line saying i don't care i'm gonna drink this anyway or you know I'm just gonna, you know, move in silence like a real G. <laughs> and uh, like, wait, was it real G's move in silence like lasagna? Uh, <laughs> there you go, dude! Fucking awesome. And uh, and you know, buy what I want, support what I want, and go from there. Exactly. All right, let's move on. Let's begin moving on. Let's move on to the next story. This comes to us from NBC Bay Area. 
I don't know if you heard this. This this just came out. San Francisco-based Anchor Brewing no longer selling nationally. Hmm. Anchor Brewing is canceling Christmas this year. Going forward, the San Francisco-based company will no longer sell its beer nationally, though people will still be able to buy the beer in California. The brewery also won't be putting out its signature Anchor Christmas Ale. A spokesperson said it wasn't likely to return next year either. So even though they're still still selling in California, their Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, they're not brewing it this year, man. I'm a little hurt. Hmm. Say that again? I said I'm a little hurt. Oh. Uh. How do you feel about it? Well, I don't care. I live in the Bay Area. <laughs> no, More but the, for me. No, but but you can't. You you won't be able to. They're, they're not brewing the the Merry Christmas beer though. At all? Well, I thought I, thought I misread. Uh, so, sorry, dude. You're still hella choppy. Okay. I thought you meant that they're um, they weren't selling it out of state. They're still making it, just a limited distribution is, is what I thought you were. Yeah. Going for with the, that. Yeah, for the rest of the beers, but not their Merry Christmas beer though. Well, that sucks. Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, that sucks, man. I'm terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not terrible. I was about to say I'm terrible. No, but I'm, uh, uh I'm, I'm hurt. I'm more hurt than that than about uh, um, than the Bud Light thing. Hmm. Do they? I wonder if they still have. Do they still have the Anchor Brewery uh, or Tap Room by Oracle Park? Do you know? I know it's still there. I don't know if it's still Anchor. I mean, that's how long it's been since I've been out to. To Oracle. Oh, okay. Was it called Anchor, like the yard or something like that? Yeah, that was the yard. Okay. Do you know if they sold yard beers? No, they did not. Oh, okay. Totally false advertisement. Pretty much. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, that's all I have for the beer news this week. I thought those were two very uh, interesting uh, news stories for me anyway. And if you have, if you, any of our listeners ever have some beer stories you want to send our way, you know, send it to me. Instagram is the best way. You can also reach us at coldbrewpodcast at gmail.com. All right. So do you know what time it is? I think I do. But stop trying to get other people to do your work real quick. <laughs> well, just in case they want us, you and I to weigh in on uh, topics that they, uh, they think are newsworthy. That's the only reason. <laughs> and and to do my work, yes, yes, yeah. You uh, <laughs> so you're half right. All right, you know what time it is? I think I do. It's time for everyone's favorite segment on cold brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the cold brew list. As we As proceed, we proceed oh. to give you what give you need. All right, let me ask you this: What would you do if you ever? Firestone, Walker, your Hmm. I'm not sure because I I never want that to happen. Well, I have a list of 13 not to be missed California craft beer festivals in 2023. Now, just a disclaimer: some of these are over. Okay. All right. First one, May 13th. We missed it. Livermore Valley Craft Beer Festival. Ooh, okay. Uh, May 13th again, Rivaline. 
Livermore Valley would be Central Valley Brewfest. That's right. in Turlock. They're they're far enough apart, and the Livermore Valley one, I would think uh, Altamont would be like the the main the main brewery there, right? Yeah, yeah. They list uh, yeah. The, they have paragraph descriptions and that stuff, but yeah, they and have the- Altamont, um, Homegrown Hops, District of Teen, Pennyway, Shadow Pub. Ooh, Shadow Pub. They're so underrated. Mm. Um, yeah. And then the the Turlock one, I would think, would be Dust Bowl. Be the main one. Uh, probably, but they say, uh, you know, um, wait, hold on. Ooh, they say that over 150 different beer, uh, different beers versus different brewers are two different things. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I, I, I get you. Um, also making this list was, uh, Firestone Walker. So very no- nice. Noted. Um, I think we just missed it. June 10th beer fest. The good one in Santa Rosa. <laughs> Ooh, a uh, Russian river and uh, plow and fucking in house. Right. Um, here we go. Uh, June 10th, the LA independent beer festival out in Long Beach. Oh, LBC. Here's one. We could take our dad for his birthday. July 1st. The San Diego International Beer Fest. Ooh, nice. And then we can go to the zoo. Pretty much. Or Legoland. <laughs> I think he... Yeah, Don't like, out the Lego. But... He'd like Legoland better. Yes. Um, <laughs> July, July 7th, the Los Angeles Bruzology Beer Fest. Ooh, Bruzology. I like the, the name. Yeah. It's at the California Science Center. Oh, okay. It's a night event at this Ooh. museum place. It be, I have uh, the only night beer festival I ever been to was the the was it was it called Bacon and Beer Classic at San Jose, right? I'm here. Oh yeah, we was went it? to the night session. Yeah. on that one at that municipal stadium. Yep. Um, July eighth in Monterey, the Monterey Beer Festival. Now I've been to that. Years ago. Oh. Like, years, years ago. It was nice. It was nice then. It was just at a park, you know, fenced off. Nothing nothing uh, elaborate with the setup, but the beer was good. Alvarado and Peter B's, I think, are the two main ones that I remember from Monterey. Yeah. Uh, July 14th and 15th, out in Costa Mesa, the Brew Hee Yeehaw. <laughs> and it's part of... It's uh, next to the Orange County Fair, so. Okay. Um, July 6th, I'm sorry, July 3rd through the 6th in Mammoth Lakes, the Mammoth Festival of Beers and Bluesapalooza. Ooh, nice. A little blues festival. Uh, August 12th, Surf and Suds Craft, Bre- Craft Beer and Music Festival. In Carpinteria. Um, August 26th, the Hops in Humboldt in Fortuna. Hey, now. I didn't know that. Time. Yeah. Little, little, little weed, little hops. Nice. And the last one on this list, September 6th in Sacramento, California Brewers Festival. 
Oh yeah, I've 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 heard of that one. That one that one's a, a that's a big one. That's a that's a big draw for the California breweries anyway. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there's plenty of of good events to attend to. Uh, still, the remainder of this year, and um, you know, just awesome that the uh, the craft brew community has uh, stuff like that going and available for people to attend. Oh yeah, are you? Do you plan to go to any more beer festivals this summer? I'm not just asking about autumn or or winter, but this summer, are you are you done for this summer? Um, long story short, no. Okay, yeah, me neither. Uh, there's one uh, in a a couple weeks called Real Wild and Woodsy. It used to be Real Wild and Woody, but they kind of toned it down a little bit and. Yeah, I'm not going to that one. I, I might go to another one uh, later on in the year, but yeah, this real wild and woodsy isn't isn't drawing me. And there was one this past weekend at, up in Flagstaff. It, everyone tells me I got to go to that one. It's called the uh, Made in the Shade, and they they say it's one of the best uh, beer festivals in the, in the state. Maybe next year. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, all my friends went. Like uh, Rachel from Rachel Bierkowski, she she's pouring for Bonehouse and a bunch of the other beer influencers around here are going up there or went up there, I should say, because it was uh, yesterday. So I don't know. I I went last week and it's kind of like I wanted to hang out with my daughter this week and we had a great fucking time. So uh, I'm I am comfortable with not going to a beer festival, choosing my daughter over a beer festival. Not not a hard decision. I don't know about you, but it's not a hard decision. Are you talking your daughter or my daughter? <laughs> oh, man. And I just I had to say, which one of my daughters? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Dude, your wife's not going to be pretty happy with you after she does. Yeah. yeah. yeah if, if, if anything happens to me, just know my life. I heard that on the show. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Hey, she's pretty smart, man. She'll Walter White you, man. We'll, we'll never know what happened. Exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. Great, man. Great. Hey, so how's your beer treating you, man? Um, okay. It, it opened up. It's got some flavors. Um, if anything, it's too sweet, man. Yeah? This this was made to get barrel-aged. I mean, it just... Okay. It's just like... This chocolate truffle and coconut is really dominant. The coffee, ooh, it's 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 very subtle. I mean, because 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 Vietnamese coffee is is you know French espresso. I mean, that's where it came from. Yeah, or introduced to uh, to, to their cuisine. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, for for a coffee beer, it's 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 a it's overshadowed by the sweetness. No, yeah, I totally get that. All right, so we're gonna rate our beers right now on Untapped. Um, what'd you have again? I uh, I know what style you had, but who who brewed it? Bear Bottle Brew Company. Oh, that's right, fucking Bear Bottle. Uh, so Cola S O C O L A. There it is. So cola by Bear Bottle. Is it barrel aged? Because they do have a barrel aged. So you said it wasn't. So, um, no, this one was not. Yeah, they do have a barrel aged version. So 
Man. But they're, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what they were, uh, the average rating is, but they're pretty much fucking the same. It, a tenth of a point, or no, not even t- a hundredth of a point difference between the two. Um, what do you want to rate this at right now? Um, I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay. We're going to check in at 3.5. And what are your notes for the beer? Um, sweet. Yeah. That's it. It's super sweet. <laughs> okay, sweet. Uh, sweet. Super duper sweet. <laughs> hey, what does my tattoo say? Sweet. <laughs> Save and check in. It has an overall rating of right now of 4.18. And the, the barrel age version is 4.19. So you're not that far off from the barrel age version. So maybe the barrel age version isn't that much better. It, um, two of our friends have rated this one. Um, Eric. Oh shit, Eric S. Eric Stump is back in, in our in our lives anyway. In our uh, in our orbit, he rated it uh, a couple years ago. He gave it a four point two five, and Jason M gave it a four point five. All right, so I have by Blackstack their Flaming Moes at Flaming Moes. I like this one, man. This one's really good. It's super light. Like, compared to uh, the usual New England-style IPAs that I like, or which are a little bit more sweet, a little more heavy mouthfeel, this one's light, fr- refreshing, almost like uh, on Untapped. I already I already kind of looked at, at the, the flavor profile on Untapped. Some would say a white wine. I kind of get that, but it's not... I wouldn't call it white wine. It's just so... It's very light on the on the mouthfeel, and I think that's where they... And it's very, like, almost effervescent in the finish. And I think that's why they call it... They give it a white wine um, uh, profile. But I would say it's more like... Uh, um, like... Like pineapple in the effervescence. So I really like this. I'm going to give it a four, 4.3. So let me uh, look it up right now. Flaming Moe's. There it is. And right now is an overall rating of uh, 3.96. None of our friends have rated it, so I'll be the first one. 4.3. And I'm going to say it's light and effervescent. All right, uh, I'm gonna ask you right now. Did I spell effervescent correctly the first time, or did I need autocorrect? Spell autocorrect. Oh no, I got it right. (laughs) I kind of want to go back to the Firestone Walker Beer Festival real quick. Um, First off, I've I've finally found out who won People's Choice for the brewery. It was. uh, Oh yeah. Green Cheek Brewing out of uh, San Diego, California. I saw them. We didn't stop there, though. We didn't think to stop there. Um, just because they're they're always there, and we've had them before. So I was Especially, trying to... Yeah. yeah. 
You know what, too? That art reminds me of this other brewery that I don't like. And I don't see them anymore. I, for, I couldn't tell you the name to, to save my life right now. Is it Blue but, Cheek? No, it's not Blue Cheek. <laughs> okay. Oh, they're, they're out of Orange. I thought they were out of San Diego. They're out of Orange, California. My bad. Nah, same thing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, they, no orange, yeah. orange, it, it's, it's orange County LA versus San Diego. I know. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, so yeah, so Green Cheek won for the 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 People's Choice Brewery. They don't choose the beer; they choose the brewery. But um, you know, a, a few years ago, the brewery won. It was be- it, it was because of their their Black Tuesday blueberry um, last year. Garage Project won. It was because of the Yuzu. And Garage Project brought their Yuzu again. So uh, I think a lot of people were in line just to try it because they didn't try it last year. That That's the feeling I got anyway. And now Green Cheek won it this year. Good for them, you know? Good. I, I'm glad different breweries win it every year. Because if it was always the same brewery, it's like, eh, then why go back? Right. Anyway... But I do want to to bring up the. Uh, um, did you want to bring up anything about the, the Firestone Walker? Now that we have a a, a a week to decompress. As far as I mean, yeah, just going through it again. I mean, what was your favorite? Oh man, um, probably. You know what? I really like that the the Argentina brewery with the that twenty percent bar- barley wine that they had. Just because it was just so, it, it did not like strike me as a twenty percent. Like, of course, it had a high ABV, and like you could kind of feel it. It was like definitely warm, but it was sweet. It was light on the tongue too. It wasn't like a heavy beer. I really enjoyed them. Um, I kind of wished I wanted, uh, you know, next next year, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, that we get tickets. I am gonna make it a point. And whether you want to join me or not to check out all the um, intercontinental or foreign uh, breweries that that show up. International. <laughs> International. There you go. <laughs> intercontinental. Whatever. I think it, I'm. A, <laughs> hey, hey, uh, pour one out for the chic. There you go. Oh yeah, chicy baby. Yeah. R.I.P. Bubba. You dumb son of a bitch! <laughs> you jabronis. Hey, who's gonna give? Yeah. Who's gonna take uh, uh, Hogan to task every fucking holiday now? Every holiday, every day of his life. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great, man. And, uh, some of the pictures I've seen, he's like, like wearing a Hulk shirt and shit. <laughs> you know they love each other. It's so great. Uh, but anyway, um, what about you, man? What, what was your, what was one of your favorites? Oh, um, I like that that Cigar City Barrel Aged. They're uh, oh, I can't think of it. It's kind of like that. Uh, is it Hunapu or the other one? Yeah, yeah, okay. the Hunapu. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, because they had two, huh? Yeah, um, yeah. I forgot I'm what the like, other one was. Like, um, that Yoho, that that Japanese uh barrel whiskey one. Oh yeah, you know what? I I I, li- I did like that one. I was, I just thought it was okay. I was I, I think I was expecting a little bit more, um, for the mouthfeel anyway. Yeah. Um, like I remember going to like there does not exist just for like a, a 
a clean, like a palate cleansing beer. Um, Revolution Brewing out of Chicago. I kind of like them because when I went to Chicago, oh shit. Huh. And I'm looking at the website. Yeah. Because uh, I remember, okay, well, when I went to Chicago, they were one of the craft breweries that were really featured at one of the bars we went to. Okay. And then I'm looking at the um, their rare beer. They had that VSOJ um, oh, no shit. style beer. Okay. What? You remember that from a few years ago? That, or a few shows? Uh, well, yeah, a few years ago. And then you have the... Actually, a few festivals ago. And then you have the factor in COVID years. So, yeah, it's been yeah. a while. But that was a good one. But I think I had their... Um, their cult... Their... Again, I had one of their lighter beers just mm-hmm. to uh, cleanse my palate. Um, the piece, the, also that piece, uh, brewing out of Chicago. Oh yeah, that, they're also known for their their food. Um, yeah. I like theirs. I did their half. It was a solid half. Oh it was yeah, more, yeah, yeah. Uh, I me- yeah, I remember that. It, I got the sticker from them. It was like a, the Chicago flag. No, that's Revolution. Piece looked like a. Like a like a, a pizza with the the triangle, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, but the 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 sticker I got from them had a Chicago flag a theme to the sticker. Oh, okay, yeah, I I I, I have it. I, I was looking through it uh, a couple days ago. Yeah, because they, yeah, I remember we went there because like there was nobody there. I'm like, hey, let's go over there. Let's let's check them out because they had no like no line. I remember them. I remember talking to. Them. All right. Well, that's what we we're checking out Firestone, and then yeah, they're. Um, their parabenilla was really good. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm glad I, I pointed that one. I went one. back like, I think I got it like three times. Oh shit! No kidding. Nice. Yeah, I remember yeah. we 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 went like three or four times before they finally started pouring it because we weren't sure uh, when they were gonna pour it, and the first person gave us a time frame, so we went on the the early side of of, of the range that the uh, he gave us, and then uh, they didn't have it, and then next thing you know they had it. And I, I only got it once though, so you got it three times. Holy shit! Good for you. I liked it too. So it's it's a parabola with the vanilla added. Um, you know what? Uh, it's funny we and we didn't talk about it. I don't I don't think we talked about it, but we got in a super duper long line. It turned out to be to Garage Project, but at the time we got in the line, we thought it was monkish. Yeah. <laughs> that me up. So yeah, next time we, we gotta get in the monkey line. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. I think I think we'll we'll, we'll get tickets again next year, man. I, I really do. Yeah, yeah, I hope to. Um I'm gonna go back to my um pictures right now because I took a a, a picture of the night before when we did our um bottle share and man we had we had some good beers man um we had well i I think i brought the two oldest beers i brought one from 2014 it was in uh eclipse um the uh eclipse imperial stout aged in um elijah craig barrels and that was that was phenomenal and then the other oldest one I brought was a Firestone Walker uh, 19 anniversary ale. Now I, I I said it I said it at the event and or at our bottle share and it was 
it was a little bit too old. I thought it, I thought it oxidized a little bit. Um, and nobody seemed to mind too much, and I didn't. But I did taste the the abnormality in the flavor. A um, couple of the other ones we had, we had a couple from Bistol Brothers, like Nothing Gold. And what was the other one we had? Oh no, one there was Nothing Gold by Bistol Brothers and Sap by um, Treehouse. And then we had a 2016 Parabola. We had a 2017 Parabola. We had from the brewery, we had uh, Satisfies, which had like, uh, um, she would have had like cacao nibs and cocoa po- uh, powder and um, uh, dulce leche and a couple other things. Those were, we had a, we had a great bottle share, man. Um, what, uh, um, anything stuck, stuck out to you during our bottle share the night before? Yeah, that eclipse, that old one, that was really good. The the one I brought, or the because Ulysses or Eli also brought one. It was a 2017. Um, yeah, I thought they were both really good though. They were, they were, but that one stuck out to me because that was that was really like peak cellaring, if you will. Yeah, and you and I both know, like it, you know, you. After about five, six years, like the the cellaring doesn't do too much more to the beer. Right, that's what they say. Like after five years, yeah, it, it's gonna be what it is, and it you is. worry about actual oxidation. Right, it is what it is, bro. Right. All right, man. Anything else you'd like to add to this episode of Cold Brew? No, I think I'm good this week. All right. Thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew Podcast. I am Greg, he is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we like to wish you cheers. Until next time. We raise the ball and we put it in your ear no matter who you are.